Welcome back to the Back Patio Network. We're going to be playing In Pale Mountain's Shadow today. We think it was written by Logan Bonner. We looked this up, Googled it, went all kinds of places. So we think that the author is Logan Bonner. Uh, this is The New Path. Uh, we will be doing all of the Doomsday Dawn adventures. This is adventure number two, where everybody has created fourth level characters. And here we go. It is Katapesh in Garun, the southern continent of Galarian. It's a desert country south of Assyrian. It's Farast the 10th, the end of winter, and still 70 degrees dry and clear. It's 4709, the same year as the Legacy of Fire. Adventure Path, your group who has been working together for some time is in downtime in Katapesh, the city of Katapesh, the country. So Katapesh, Katapesh. When you receive a closed letter with a wax seal, just hand delivered by a kid, like some del some delivery service. Actually, they hand it to Ulfric, who they assume is the leader of this party. Hands it to you, and he sit, and the little boy just sits there for a second, smiling, and then he frowns and starts to. I jingle my uh, copper sack and I give him two copper. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. More, please. And he runs off. Hey guys, I uh, got us a letter here. Let me read that, and I will grab it. I being Sir Don Contos. The wax seal is in the shape of a scarab with an eye in the center. You do recognize it. You've done work for the esoteric order of the Palantine Eye, and you do recognize this is their secret symbol. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I open the letter. All right. You open the letter, and the general consensus of it is a request for your presence for work, an offer of 45 gold pieces apiece to come to Calmarine in the northwestern section of Katapesh, to provide further services as you've done in the past. Assuming everyone's on board, you head to Calmarine. Calmarine is a medium-sized town, the typical kind of wood, not wood, the mud building that you would see in the Middle East, canvas, ceilings everywhere. It looks as though this town has been through it, like it's been absolutely ransacked, destroyed more or less, overrun from by the bandits and gnolls that are known to, to be in this part of the world. And looks like uh, they've recently had workers starting to rebuild the city. Uh, the summons requested that you meet whoever it is at the ancient church, the biggest building in Calmarine. Upon seeing this church, you walk inside, and there's a young man sitting at a desk, kind of trying to keep himself busy. And as he sees you, as he sees you four walk in the door, he jumps up, brushes himself off, straightens his clothes, and tries to... It, young guy, when I'm saying young, he's like 18, 17, 18 years old, so he's Looks like he's trying to do a good job, but he doesn't really know what he's doing. But he stands up, stands before you, holds his hand out. Stop, please. Who may I say is coming? So we're going to take this time to introduce our characters, describe our characters. We're going to talk about the magic items that you picked up as level four that's described by the adventure path. And just kind of get an idea of, of how you built the characters. So please introduce your character, Adam. Hello, guys. This is Adam. I will be playing Sad Don Cantos. He sorry, is. What did you say? <laughs> You're sad. What? You sad? You sad? What? My name is Sir Don Cantos. Nice. Oh I'm a level four fighter. Uh, for my magical items, uh, the first item I chose was just the a minor healing potion, and then um, I also chose a second one. I also took the bracers of armor, and then I took a um, level three magical armor. Now you had discussed taking a different item that you chose not to because you realized afterwards that it required right. something. I, ch I had initially chosen something called returning class for my second level magical item. 
Um, and I equipped it. The whole idea behind it was that basically uh, you're, you have a ring and then you have a clasp that goes on your weapon and you will it into existence in your hand. Thought it sounded really cool for a fighter. However, sat down at the table, was going through everything and realized one of the requirements was having quick draw and I do not have quick draw. So had to change that. It sounds like an old magic item called gloves of storing where you just snap your fingers and whatever's in that in the gloves just pops in your hand but a lower level version. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. Anything special about Sir Don Cantos as far as a level four fighter? Is there... I didn't decide to go with your typical like board and sword kind of guy. Oh. I'm a two-handed fighter, so all of my attacks are just with a giant great sword. Big stick. Yep. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, he is an elf fighter, which I think is maybe a little bit different. I feel like when people play fighters, they typically choose humans or... Um, I've seen a few dwarves, but the reason I wanted to go with elf was because I like the idea of him having been this uh elf fighter fighting against the demons of their homeland and whatnot yeah, yeah. cool so what kind of armor i missed that I uh miss it's that. just a plus one breastplate breastplate so you're an elven fighter in a breastplate wielding a two-handed sword yep and i guess the reason i thought it was interesting to mention that i'm elven is that elves take a minus to their constitution which is pretty big for fighters so right and they also have their their uh heritage no what their back not back shit what is it ancestry ancestry you start with six hit points. Right. It's right. a little bit lower. So yeah. I thought it was just kind of an interesting interesting build, a little bit different. Cool. Next, we've got Wes. Yes. Uh, my name is Jaren Holdstead, and may Desna be with you, and may you have fun exploring your life around you. Jaren Holdstead is a level four human cleric of Desna. Uh, he chose a few magic items that I really liked. I uh, got a... Um, for the level two item, it was the expert shield. He also took a wand of healing, uh, for the level three item. He took a plus one breastplate because it's badass. Gives me a great a AC. Uh, I like how the potency runes work. I like, uh, the expert, what expert gives you. And by it being magical, <laughs> it also adds to your saves, all of your saves, which is really nice. So what does expert do? I know it improves something, but I can't remember what it is. The armor, it, it, I think it's the, is it the, the uh, skill penalty? Does it reduce that? Give me a minute, I'll tell you. Just curious. I, I like the fact that it adds to the armor classes and saving throws as well. It eliminates the need for a cloak of protection. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, not that big of a deal. We're using uh, online Hero Lab, so it kind of does all the work for us. It's very helpful. We're lazy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and that voice, which you probably haven't heard yet on our podcast, is... Casey. Um, I'm playing Ulfric Lance, who is a level four dwarf paladin. He has a, he worships Almade, but apparently there's multiple pronunciations of that. And I will probably anger somebody by saying it that way. Interesting characteristic about him is he is horribly scarred on his head. Ooh. Even though he has a nice mane of blonde hair, there's something amiss about the scarring going on there. With him being a paladin, um, I have a chainmail that's plus one. That's the magic item that I took. Um, along with that, just a standard uh, longsword. Um, for the other magic items, I grabbed ooh, I grabbed a healing potion for my level one. Um, just the standard uh, minor healing potion. I went ahead and grabbed a second one to replace my level two, and then grabbed a hand of the mage. I have lay on hands. I figure I'm gonna be a handsy character. So uh, hand of mage, lay on hands. They'll go good together. My understanding of the Paladin in Pathfinder 2.0, that longsword is anything but normal. Um, it is because of my deity. Right. Um, that's one thing that is very special about that. So 
my deity has a long sword, and because of that, I have a defy or the my deity's weapon, which um, specifically is allows me to change the dice that I'm rolling up one class. So if I roll a d8, which is what's normal with the long sword, I'm rolling a d10 for my damage rolls. Nice. And then you can infuse it with power as your your paladin weapon. Correct. So um, in addition to that, I have blade ally, and with that, I can choose one weapon that gains a special skill um, or a enhancement, which is either disrupting, ghost touch, returning, or shifting. And then along with that, that weapon's critical specialization is unlocked, um, even without being expert. That's pretty hoss. I mean, that's that takes care of any potential nasty anything. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, well, there goes all my ghosts. Thanks. Oh, uh, <laughs> something else about Ulfric is with him being a dwarf, he is very... Um, impervious to poison let's just say that um so i've got fast recovery and hardy so reduces poisons by almost double pretty much that's awesome that will serve you well and ladies last <gasps> hannah i am wilzor schnaggins great 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 granddaughter of wilzor schnaggins and we're here about this letter so you're wilzor schnaggins the 15th the second okay <laughs> <laughs> What is Wilzor? Wilzor is a halfling sorcerer. Oh, my magical items. Okay. So I chose the brooch of shielding, which pretty much um, absorbs up to 30 magic missiles. And then melts. And then melts. Yeah. Yeah. Useless. We talked about that. It is an uncommon or rare item, but Mm -hmm. considering it's a level two item and you're level four characters, I had no problem with you taking that. Good deal. I also chose hand of the mage, which is... It's kind of disgusting. It's a mummified elf hand that you, uh, you know, you keep on your person, and it allows me to cast a uh, mage hand, which is basically like an arcane or ghost-like hand that can grab an item or a, I guess, a person and levitate it. Yeah, yeah. Which is exciting. That's not, pretty not handy. Not a person. Not a person. No, just an item. No. Light, light item. Oh, not even. Oh, if it has tiny person. I just <laughs> imagine picking yeah. up a thing and just you know. One, one, if you're able to heighten it, you yeah. can do a lot yes. with it. Uh-huh. Uh, but for right now, at this first level, light item only. So you couldn't pick up like a shield or anything with a bulk of one or greater. Okay. But <laughs> and, it, and it's a range of thirty feet. I got so excited about it. May change yeah. uh, cantrip though. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. It okay. is. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're a sorceress. Yes. Yes. What yes. is your bloodline? Uh, the Fae. Fae. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say your race was? Halfling? Halfling. Halfling. Yes. So the Fae, they cast from the primal, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you're kind of a mixture between healing and offense. I, mean, it's a, I, I haven't really looked a whole lot into it, but it looks like a good, it looks like a good mix of spells. So Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I chose a lot of damage dealing, so I'm pretty excited. You're going to need it. <laughs> so the young man, after hearing you introduce yourselves nods nervously and he holds his hand to the side as in to say that right this way and as he does that he gets into like this this announcement voice you are now you enter the distinguished presence of lady Vord, the esoteric order of the palantine eye my lady your mercenaries have arrived from downstairs you hear a female voice with kind of a thick accent almost laughing come at us i might remind you Perhaps next time you might refrain from speaking our name in front of every common laborer. Please, send my new arrivals down to meet me. And he ushers you down the stairs, and as you walk down, he sits back down at the desk. When you get to the bottom of the stairs, you see an older lady. Dark skin, dark sun-darkened skin, black hair peppered with gray, 
pulled into a tight, long braid down her back. She is sitting on a stool in front of a door with a metal plate with etched runes in the center of it. She's got this really expensive, nice lantern on the floor, uh, focusing the light on this thing. Uh, she's wearing very fine embroidered black gown, and she's in, she has a journal in her lap, and it looks as though she's kind of looking at the uh, runes on the door, and then etching them, and maybe just trying to recreate those runes in her journal. And as you get to the bottom of the stairs, she stands up, she folds the journal and sets it down. And on the front of the journal, you see again the scarab with the eye uh, on the front. She brushes herself off. How do you do? It appears you received my summons. Please, tell me your name. My name is Sir Don Contos. And these are my friends. Sir Contos. Jaren. Jaren. I'm Wilzor. Wilzor. And Ulfric. Ulfric. Very nice to meet you all. The Order appreciates your presence here today. I trust the figure in my summons was sufficient to secure your services. By the way, you haven't received the gold. It was a promise, so it wasn't like 140 gold in a package when you received the letter. I have been studying with great interest a report from our agents, a Magnamarian named Kaleri Deverin, regarding an object of interest. We have reason to believe a treasure of particular importance lies under the Pale Mountain in an ancient complex called the Tomb of Stular Seft. I had been planning an attempt to retrieve it for some time, but I received word that dangerous cultists called the Night Heralds seek this treasure as well and have sent forces to retrieve it. Hence, I secured your services rather than waiting for agents of the order to arrive. Fortunately, we have an advantage they do not. The majority of the Tomb of Tular Seft is a labyrinth that, while compact, is difficult to navigate and is rumored to be filled with traps and beasts. Galeria's research, though, reveals a back entrance to the tomb hidden in the lower slopes of Pale Mountain. This entrance is said to appear as a blank stone with a scar across the mountain. With luck, you can reach the tomb and secure treasure before the Night Heralds can even enter the complex. Cavaris has prepared a map of the route. The object I require is a large gemstone with series of shifting hieroglyphs glowing within it. If you can read the hieroglyphs, you will note they present a number that appears to be counting down. Galeria's text refers to the gemstone as a countdown clock. But other than the rumors of it being hidden in Tula Sef's tomb, we know little about the specific location within. All other treasures you find in the tomb are yours to keep. Order may wish to purchase any items vital to our efforts at an especially fair price. And she stops to look at you. The money will be given to you upon delivery of the countdown clock. Are you interested? I believe that we are. What say you, friends? What kind of organization is this? A secret one. And she smiles. We seek to awaken the divinity with knowledge and self-awareness. We collect treasures pertinent to this mission, or in cases like this, one... Seek to keep dangerous treasures out of the hands of those who would commit great offenses if they had them. We seek to protect Galarian from those who would try to harm it. Well, if this will help protect Galarian, I'm all in. Do you have any questions? Darren, you're being awfully quiet over there. I am merely thinking about all that it will take to get to our final destination. You want us to go to this tomb, travel into the center of it, and collect this countdown clock. Defeat all of the beasties and the traps in between, and then bring it back to you? It seems simple enough. 
Uh, merely locate uh, this tomb on a map and we we'll, shall be on our way. I'm a little interested in uh, the Night Heralds. They are uh, another secret society. Not so secret, obviously. Well, they're not well known, but we know who they are. As they do know who we are as well. The Heralds worship horrid things from beyond the stars and seek to bring these monsters to our world. The specifics of their missions are unknown to me, but I do know they flee from the enlightened path and see only destruction in our future. Do these uh, heralds have any sort of symbols that we can recognize them by? Maybe a word, phrases, symbols of that they would wear? Probably not outwardly, since they are a secret society. But you all are a secret society, yet the scarab with the eye is all over this place. Just on my journal. And the letter. Why well, needed you to know who I was. Anything else? I believe I'm ready to knock some bad guys. Oh, so be it. Uh, would you like chemists? Is it tea? Chemists? No, animals to ride. I think he, I think he meant camels. Camels. I am a lady. Camels. Don't, don't let the voice fool you. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was talking about camels. Yes, camels. How far away is this tomb? Uh, it is approximately 80 miles to the base of the Pale Mountain. Uh, with the camas, uh, maybe four to five days. Then yes, I think we'll take some camels. Or camas, as you say. Camelus upstairs can help you with that. Uh, if there's nothing else, he will provide you with the map, the camas, and I have a few items for you to help you in your adventure. Did he say the cameras were going to help us with the camas? Camas. I okay. said camas. I'm Ustalavian. <laughs> Do not understand my bad, no. bad accent. <laughs> could have sworn it was like the cameras are going to help us with cameras. I heard it too. <laughs> cameras. Why do you not understand? Two humps. Big animal. Ride it in the desert. What about cameras. one up? We don't have one up. We have two humps. Uh-huh. Sit, <laughs> sit between the humps. Okay. <laughs> yes, that sounds, sounds right. Uh, we will rent these camels and explore the land on the way to this temple. No, no. I provide them for free. They're your camels. Oh, well, that's... Very, very kind. Thank you, ma'am. Um, Sir Don, um, is there anything else that you can see that we would need for uh, such a journey? Uh, rations, maybe? Anything else? Water? Well, Jaren, this fine young lady said she had some items for us. If you would meet Camadas upstairs. And you go upstairs. Camadas. Camadas, my assistant. The one that likes to announce my secret society to everyone that she sees, he sees. <laughs> so you go upstairs, and Camillus is sitting there, and as you approach, as you come up the stairs, he kind of jumps up again and, you know, brushes himself off. So, are you ready to go? I think we just need some Camus. Camus, yes. I, she, yes. I have four of them. I can get those for you. But first, she did want me to present some things to you before you left. He kind of gets behind the, the desk he's got there, and he pulls out a scroll case. This, I believe, has one spell of fly. Whoever may use this easiest. Lozor. Oh, thank you. She re- he reaches down again, and he doesn't seem very strong, but he pulls out a two-handed sword. She knew. What? She knew <laughs> of you, Sir Don, and your use of the two-handed sword. So she wanted to make sure that you had the ability to strike fiercely and hands it to you. Uh, he'll take it and examine it. It's a plus one two-handed no sword. No way. Whoa, nice. What? For free? Oh, free. That's like, what, 1,200 silver pieces she just handed you? Something like that. I like this Holy lady. Holy crap. <laughs> she needs her item. 
she wants to make sure you oh, get there and God. get back. I love magic items in Pathfinder 2 as well. It is nothing like 1.0. Talk to us about weapons. Oh my God. Describe what happens. Yeah. yeah, so tell me what I get with this plus one. So with a plus one weapon in Pathfinder 1.0, it added one to your attack and one to your damage, and that was freaking it. In 2.0, you add one to your attack, then add a weapon dice to your damage rolls. So now instead of doing... What does your uh, two-handed sword normally do? 1d12 plus four. So now you do 2d12 plus four. Wouldn't it be plus five if I get... And yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plus five. So Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. On a crit, that is 4d12. 4 4d12 4 plus, plus 10, 10 on a critical hit. Wow. Yeah. That is... Uh, that's... That's pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, so Sir Don takes out his old two-handed greatsword, and he kind of, he's holding them both, one in each hand, and he, he looks at Camidus. Camidus. Well, Camidus, I quite like this new sword. You hold on to my old one, and he jams it into the ground as hard as he can, so that way Camidus can't actually take right. it out of the ground. <laughs> Camidus is, I'll take care of it. I reckon you will. <laughs> And then he'll sheathe, he'll sheathe the new sword. Camidus takes you around the corner to the camel shop, uh, has four of them produced for you, and I looked up the rules to make sure there was no special need, no special skill needed to ride a trained mount. I got online, I looked everywhere I could find, there was nothing specifically mentioned in this specific adventure about it. So from what I can gather, if it's a trained mount and you're not in combat, it's just get on and go. So there are no skills required to write to ride uh, a mount in explore mode now combat happens and shit changes quick because it's two actions to control a mount and it's tough it's like there are skills that have to be rolled or else you're tossed or don't move and all kinds of stuff so keep that in mind uh she did tell you that it's 80 miles to the base of the pale mountain which i don't know if you caught that she described it as a, a volcano this is a volcano. It's the oh, I didn't it's, realize that. Oh, God. It is the highest peak in the... Bra it's the highest peak of the Brazen Peaks, which divides Catapesh from Assyrian. So it's up very high north. With the camels, you can travel 28 miles a day because they have a speed of 35. So it'd take about four days to get there? 38 miles, yeah. So basically, you get there on the third day, like midway through. However, the map that he provided is enough to tell you the general direction. But it's not very specific. So during the days, you have to roll some survival checks to see if it adds or takes away the distance traveled. So we're going to figure out how long it really takes you. I don't know if I emphasized as uh, Lady Vort, Lady Vord, um, but the Night Heralds are on their way. She wants. She's trying to emphasize the fact that you need to go now. You need to get there as fast as possible because if they get it, they're going to get it. They're going to take off. So you are kind of in a race to get there first. Gotcha. And did they have a map of the labyrinth at all? No, they've, nobody's even been in there in thousands of years, as far as I can tell. Oh, great. I mean, that was like yesterday in Galarian, so. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, who wants to be the survivalist in leading this pack of four chemists to the Pale Mountain? Huh. Actually, I'm not too shabby at it, apparently. I'm not too shabby either. Uh, I've got a plus eight to my roll. Oh, no. oh wow. You are way nice. better than I am. not shabby. I have plus no idea. Oh. Yeah. Level plus I forgot about wisdom. Level yep, yep. I'm going to have to that plus wisdom. level stuff. Yep. All right, so give me a survival check, please. Survival check! I like to think that Sir Don has a map, and he's holding it, like, upside down. He's trying to <laughs> yeah. figure out how to no, get no, there. No, 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 no. 
Um, um, Sir Don, remember what I told you. The words go right side up, and then you were correct. Ah, yes, I taught you that, right? No. Fifteen. <laughs> Plus eight. Plus eight? In your survival check. I rolled a seven. I saw fifteen. <laughs> it was a seven. Okay. <laughs> fifteen. So everybody keep an eye on Kay, uh, no, Casey no, no. when he's rolling his dice. <laughs> it landed <laughs> right on the edge. It was a crag dice, actually. Yeah. But. Um, a 15 is not quite high enough. Essentially what this does is you kind of get off the trail, and it takes you... Don't get off the trail. Stay on the damn trail. A couple hours <laughs> to find the trail again. You've killed you, us already. In a day's travel, you lost four miles travel. So instead of getting 28, you got 24 okay. miles okay. today. It's mad. No <laughs> problems there. Day one. Day two, give me another survival check. Now, I'm not entirely sure. Are there any eight and others in 2.0? Yes, um, but there's a DC increase of... It's like DC 15. So it increases the DC, really. Right, and it's also... The, the DC is increased by the GM if they think it needs to be. In this case, I wouldn't. Like, a DC 15 sounds fine to me. However, if you critically fail, you, you make it worse. Right. So you can actually harm them rather than helping them. So, day two... Just give me another uh, survival check, and we'll move on to day three. Oh, goody. Uh, somebody stole my dice. It's under your book. No, it's not. <laughs> there it is. I found it. 27. 27. Yay! Nice. <laughs> you are right on track. Guys, yeah. guys, we should really go this direction. You remember how I veered off last time and said we would find some deer for our campsite? Yes. Well, this time we're going to stay on the trail. 28 miles. It's now in the morning of day three. You're 52 miles in, so what you got? 26. Another 28 miles. We are drawing closer. My map, my map, if my math serves me correctly. And your map. You are like, you can see the peak. I mean, you're almost at the foothills. You're like a mile away. 60, 76, 82, no. That night, the night of the third day, you arrive at the foothills of the pale mountain which the trail never was great trail hence all the survival checks but it really just falls away to another path that looks that goes perpendicular to the path that you're on so it goes directly to the mountain you know that you found the right place but this area is just riddled with thorny underbrush and large rocks it's extremely difficult terrain um it's nighttime do you want to attempt to climb at night, or do you want to stay uh, no. rest and go in the morning? <laughs> Absolutely not. I need my beauty sleep. <laughs> I'm thinking we made pretty good time. We can rest. Sir Don, I don't think eight hours will be enough. You're right. Should probably sleep for eight and a half. <laughs> so you rest the night, wake up bright and early. Do y'all set a watch? Well, we are in a foreign territory with the expected exposure to enemy elements, so yes. So who's first watch? I'll start. Roll me a perception check. All right. That'd be 18. 18. Who's next? So with Pathfinder 2.0, they also set up a certain amount of time that you have to sleep so that everybody can get their spells back. I think it's 10 and a half hours is how long this break will take in order for me and uh, Sir Wills... What's your name again? Willsor. For me and Willsor Schnaggins to get our spells back, we have to sleep for eight hours and then get up and do our preparations. Jeez. Uh, they go through that in the exploration mode on how to take care of this so you don't have to do a whole lot of figuring and breaking up it, like 
12 hours or something for all of us. But do you all have any spell penalties right now? So technically you're full. No, but in order to get our spells back for the next day, because they disappear. Oh, okay. Kind of like at midnight you turn into a pumpkin sort of deal. <laughs> Not really, but uh, you, you, we had to redo our spells every day. Right. The priests for sure had to pray for it. Yep. Wow, 12 hours. God, they really... That's fine. It doesn't. It, it won't make a difference in this particular adventure, but... In the, in the future, when you're doing watches and encounters as a GM, uh, they break it up so that it's a little easier for doing watches. Okay. They do the math for you. That's kind of nice. I like that. Uh, who's second watch? I'll take it. Go ahead and roll me a perception. Okay. Who's third? Get ready. Jaren is ready. <laughs> that will be a 21. Who's third? Uh, Jaren? Uh, I rolled a total of 10. And... Finally, Sir DK. A total of nine. Okay. <laughs> the night passes uneventfully. Wake up first thing in the morning, looking towards the pale mountain, looking towards this rough, rugged, thorny terrain ahead of you. We are going to go into exploration mode. Everybody tell me what mode you're going to be going in. Ah, oh, fuck if I know. <laughs> Good. Bless it. Like I love, I love the system, but to remember what you're doing specifically in explore mode, uh, we should print something out and have it at the table. Yeah, well, we should I, have a handy card. I've got good a good idea God. what they all are. If you'll just tell me what it is, I know what they do. Uh, basically, one of us needs to defend. One will detect magic. One will sneak. I guess. I don't know. And there's magic. also there's also one that's seeking, like who's perceiving, who's keeping. I'll an be eye perceiving. Out. Okay. <laughs> then I'll be defending. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll be helping the Sir DK on perceiving. Okay. I'll uh, detect magic. And you detect magic. Yep. All right. So nobody is sneaking. Of course, you're not really a sneaky group, are you? Mm. You got mm. three guys in heavy armor. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least like heavy medium, like the heaviest of the medium armor. Right. right. As thick as it gets. Noisy, clumsy. If I remember correctly, with me defending, that means that my shield can be raised, correct? It yes. is raised, If yep. combat begins, you start with your ra- your shield raised as the action. So, as you're passing through this rough terrain, which in explore mode does have half, have cut in half <laughs> your, uh, <laughs> your travel time, you can kind of see the other edge of this rough hazardous terrain, and it looks like it... I mean, it's it's way out there. It's because it's going uphill. You can kind of see where it ends. This is all low, like waste level, thorny brush and large rock. And you can see out in the distance that eventually it does stop and it turns into more of a back into a desertish kind of uh, terrain. However, after about a mile into this rough terrain of climbing through the rocks and avoiding the thorny uh, underbrush, which you know, should you happen to fall into it, would not bode well for your health. The two seekers give me a perception check. 23 for Jaren. 20 exactly. 20 exactly. 20, 23 and 20. All right. Well, that's good because that will be your initiative check as you notice the trio of hyenas who are under the brush, hiding, waiting for their next meal. They look like they're starving to death. As you come around the corner. About to say, because what hyenas want to do are attack three heavily armored dudes walking down the path. Right. <laughs> and, well, and, we got. So. And one tiny defenseless morsel. Yes. Well, <laughs> uh, may Uh-oh. appear. What, what, does, uh, what does Will Zor wear as uh, clothes? Uh, studded leather um, armor. I don't know nice. what else. Cool. 
completely naked. Completely <laughs> nude. <laughs> Just don't get in the thorns. <laughs> oh. That sounds awful. <laughs> like a thorn in the butt. Yeah, and uh, as soon as we notice, I'll start pointing out the hyenas, hyenas, the hyenas to our two compatriots as well. Like, hey, look out. Uh, they look two starving kitties up there. We should probably avoid them at all costs. Hey, look out. There's uh, bad stuff. There's a... So Jaren got a 23. Yes. Sardon, 20. Correct. Is that right? Wilzor and Ulfric, give me a perception initiative. 19. 14. Well, that was convenient. I already had you in that exact. We had a couple of wild animals, not really afraid of them. They're probably more afraid of us than we are of them. Like, why would they attack us? Just, you know, kind of scared around the outside. Jaren? Yeah. You're first. Are they attacking us? Like, are they charging towards us right now, growling and... Yes. Okay. You, basically, when you stop and notice, they essentially notice you noticing, and they just charge. They start running towards you. These things are dumb. So, Jaren, you are first. Uh, I've laid out the map before you. So, what you see, I've got several things drawn in there. The big 10 by 10 circles are clear patches, not rough terrain. There's no thorns. There's no... There's no large rocks. The T are large trees. The only cover they give you is the fact that you can hide behind them. And then the two long patches are the thorny underbrush, which is hazardous, difficult terrain. So we're naturally on difficult terrain then? Everything is difficult terrain except for those three patches, but the ones with the, the squiggly lines I've written in there, those are actually hazardous and difficult. Okay. How does difficult terrain work in 2.0, Matt? Uh, for every move, it's regular difficult terrain. So for every five feet you move, it's an additional five feet requirement. So five feet requires 10 feet of movement to move. No rounding. So if you've got a move of 25, you've got two squares. Okay. So basically each square becomes 10 feet. Essentially, yeah. Okay. I'm going to ready an action. It is uh, a single action, and I will not move. I will just ready the action to attack them if they get close enough. Okay. You're going to ready a strike action if yes. they get in melee range. I pull out my star knife. So I guess that's a move. I'll actually use that to pull out my star knife because okay. just saw them. And then ready the action. So the third action will be to attack if they get close enough to do so. Gotcha. Sir Don. For Sir Don's first action, he is going to pull out his two-handed magical greatsword. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> For his second and third action, he will be striding up to them. And I do actually have a feat that allows me to ignore um, the first move in difficult terrain. Okay. So the first move is not difficult terrain for me. So what's your normal movement? 30 feet. 30 feet. I'm an elf. Even with your armor? Even with my armor. Nice. Um, so you still, you get three movements per stride. Right. So 15, okay. Two strides. Bam, bam, bam. So you can take cover behind that tree. And that's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, next, kind of waiting for them to come around the corner, basically. Which is what they're going to do right now. You notice that the one that's in the clearing that's about 15 feet away from you, it is larger um, than the other two, maybe the alpha of the pack. And I'm just going to say this real quick. Before I do my first action, I'm going to run this as written. I'm trying to kill you all. Just FYI. Okay. By the rules as written, I'm trying to do as much damage to all of you as I possibly can. I was looking through some of these rules and damn, I'm sorry. So the, <laughs> the I first just want to point out 
I'm glad you said that after our fighter charged 30 feet into melee when I'm like, hey, let's just let him come here. Well, I was waiting for my initiative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to give my free action. I'm, I'm just can't wait till Jaren has a comment to make at Sir DK. Say, if you think Sir Don takes advice from anyone, then you are wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's going to rush up there anyways, regardless of what was said. Yeah. So it's taking typical. cover behind the tree, what does that do? It gives me a plus two AC bonus, I'm relatively sure. If it's ranged. If it, if they come up next to me, though, it doesn't do doesn't anything. Do anything. Okay. So the first, the alpha, hyena daunt. Take cover does require an action, though. Oh, okay. I'm so not taking cover. You're just standing beside a tree. The first, the alpha, hyena, which probably somewhat common knowledge, especially in this area, and you've been in Catapesh uh, for quite a while. It is a hyena dawn, um, which is just like a bigger, larger version of a hyena. Takes one stride action is right next to you, diagonally beside the, next to that tree, and will take two Malay jaw bites at you. Very nice. First attack of thirteen. That Second misses. attack. Missed. Missed. The other two hyenas both take two stride actions, and they're all surrounding you. So there's one beside the hyena don next to the tree, and then one behind him, flanking you. They both have one action at this point. First, and you're flat-footed now to them. Natural one. The second one, roll. Uh, does a 25 hit? Yes. Yes. What is your armor class normally? 21. 21. So right now it's a 19. That is not a crit. No. Hopefully we won't have the crit fest that we had with uh, Dracus the Taker in the previous oh, adventure. Um, however, this hyena snaps out with its jaws, does its regular damage, but uh, eight points of damage. You are knocked down prone. Oh, God. And it, they have a special thing called pack attack. So when there's more than two, if there are two other of Heine's... Wes is over there like, why did you charge? So if there are two other hyenas within melee range of another one that strikes, it does an additional damage because they all just go at you at the same time. Dogpile for another three points of damage. So a total of 11 points of damage. Yes, and you're prone. Uh, it is now Ulfric's turn. Well, since uh, I see he ran forward and just got brutally mauled, I guess I'm going to try to go help him. I've got a speed of uh, 20, Okay. So, so that means I can move two spaces. You can make 10 feet per act per stride. So one. One stride. One stride, uh -huh. two strides. Uh, I'm just going to go for it. Three strides. Three strides. Difficult terrain, man. That slows you down. Now, wait. My sword is pulled from defending as well as my shield is raised. Yes, you are from defending, ready so. for fighting. Yes, absolutely. I was just going to say typical Sir Don. <laughs> <laughs> Run into a fight and just lay down. <laughs> Will Zord, it is your turn. Damn it, man. Oh, God. All right. So my speed is 25 feet. So that's uh, a stride action is it's, it's 10, 10 feet. feet yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, you lose right. that five because it's can't move. Okay. All right. So I'm going to... That's one stride. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then what I'd like to do is uh, cast Ray of Frost at Aina uh, 2. Over gotcha. Aina <laughs> number 2. That's okay. a ranged touch attack, yeah? Yeah. All right. Okay. So to hit, that's four, two, 22. 22. Nice. I think. That's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great shot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So damage. Let's see. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. Got it. You have another action. Oh, that's two actions, right? To cast that spell. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jaren, it's your turn. Grumble, 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 grumble. That's one action. 
<laughs> Typical Sir Don charge combat. Did you, you took damage, yes? Yes. I'm going to use two more. I move, I stride forward 10 feet, uh-huh. grumbling the whole way. Uh-huh. I then use the next two actions to cast a heal spell, level one on Sir Don. Level two. Is this part of your pool? Because they're automatically uh, heightened. Oh, that's right. Uh, I was going to use a level one spell. Yeah, I'm using oh, a level I'm, one spell. Sorry, I didn't know. You, you had to yeah. memorize. That's a different I've got Yeah, I've got one memorized at level one, and I'm going to use that first. Okay, so when you use two actions, it's ranged, and it does, at this level, D8 plus your wisdom? At a level one spell, we'll do D8 plus wisdom. Okay. So seven points of healing for you, and that's my turn. Sardon, you are lying between three hyenas chewing at you, trying to take a nap. Uh, <clears throat> so he feels this burst of healing, feels refreshed. So, Jaren, thank you. And he stands up. Grumble, grumble, grumble. That is a move action. It is. That provokes. Do they have attack of opportunity? Nope. Go ahead. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. I was about to Butthole say. puckering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for his first attack, he, he took one action to move. Yes. Um, this is a question for you. With me having been prone, did I drop my sword? No. Okay, no, great. absolutely not. So I'm standing up. That was my first action. For my next two actions, I'm going to a power attack, the uh, Hyena Dawn. Hyena Dawn, the big guy. All right. Big guy. Give me a hit roll. <laughs> nice. All right, that is a 26 Ooh. to hit. 26. Not a crit. Ah, Not a crit. <laughs> but you did hit. That is a hit. It is a hit. And with power attack, that is 3d12. Ooh. Ooh. Damn, why did I give that weapon to you? I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> that is going to be a total... Uh, oh, my God. That's a total of 21 points of damage. Ooh. Man. Jesus. Not bad. That is a lot of damage. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Bite my shiny metal sword. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. First action. Oh. God, natural 20. So, let's roll some damage for the first hit first. Uh, 22 points of damage from the critical bite and you're prone again. My God. (laughs) Attack number two. Uh, Minus five is, that's a, it's a adjusted 20. You're prone, you're flat footed, so that's a hit. Right, you're in armor class 19 at that point? Uh, yes. Okay. 11 points of damage. So you've done a total of 33 points of damage. Okay. And bite number three, which is at minus 10, misses. Thank God. You know what? That's also an additional 2d6 because of the pack attack from the two hyenas that are also surrounding you. I think you read that wrong. So take an additional (laughs) seven points of damage from the other two kind of nipping as he bites you and and tears you down. So you did a total of 40 points of damage. And two attacks, yes. One was a crit, but yeah. How dead are you? I have six hit points. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hyena number one's turn. Oh, that's not all of them. That was a hyena dawn, and that was it. First attack. That's a miss. Second attack is a 20... It's uh, going to hit. I'm my AC. 20. If I'm prone, my AC is only a 19 okay, right so now. Second one is a 22. That hits. And it bites you for 11 points of damage. And no, I am, uh, nine points of damage. I'm dying one. Dying one. <laughs> and it will go ahead, it goes ahead, it's going to go ahead and bite you again. <laughs> this particular one will finish up attacking you. Yeah. Uh, nice. Minus five, missed. Uh, and then minus 10, missed. Okay. So the third hyena, or hyena number two, Seeing that someone 
is approaching right 10 feet away. Is that uh, Ulfric? That's Ulfric. All right, it will take a stride over. Before you move on to the next hyena, he attacked an unconscious creature. What does that do to your AC when you're unconscious? I didn't think it did anything. Pretty sure it does. You don't get your dex. You don't get your dex, yeah. But um, you don't take more damage. You just go the next dying. Right, if it hits, he's wanting to know how how easy is it oh, to hit an I unconscious see. creature. I see what you're saying. You take a minus you take a minus four conditional penalty to AC. You are blind, deafened, and flat footed. So I have an AC of fifteen right now. Then fifteen. It, I rolled like a two and a six minus five minus ten. So th- those last two attacks definitely missed. Still missed, yeah, but okay. good to know. Um, yeah, very good to know. Uh, hyena number two takes a ten foot stride over and will attempt to bite Saulrik. Ulfric, does a 26 hit? Yes, it does. What's your armor class? Uh, 21. 21. Uh, Bites into you, doing five points of damage with its first bite. Second bite at minus 10 misses. It is now Ulfric's turn to respond. Conversation actions don't actually take an action, right? Depends on what you're trying to do with the conversation. Just saying, should I go save him or attack? I've got him. All right. So That's free action. All right. So I just, uh, I already have my sword drawn, already have my shield up. I am going to attack this hyena with my long sword. Go for it. So, first attack, 17. Hit. That's a 1d10 plus 4. That's uh, 10 damage. Got it. I'm going to attack again. All right, minus 5 to hit. 20. Hit. That's another 10 points of damage. Nice. Uh, it is looking rough. And I'm going to attack a third time, so I don't hey, need to move at all. Do it. Take it down. Yeah. Yes. That's only a 10. That's Armor enough. That's Armor 10? Yeah, uh, 10 is my roll. Total roll? Okay. That that last attack was not successful. But you've done some serious damage to this hyena. That was Ulrich. Uh, Wilzor, your turn. Okay, so hyena number two, who I... Um attacked last time. I think I'm going to go at him with electric arc. Okay, you can actually attack two people with electric arc. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's d6 to two separate uh, creatures. Is it? Just oh. don't hit me. I'm wearing metal armor. Don't hit me. <laughs> About to say, no, aim for uh, Sir Don. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sir Don, I'm going to finish you off. No, uh, which one are you? The little white one? I'm the little, no, I'm the little uh, red guy. Red one? Okay, yeah. I think it's got a 30-foot range, so you it may does. have to move up. Okay. No, it's it, we're good. Okay, yep. cool. Okay, so it's a DC 18. Um, oh, <laughs> reflex. Yeah. <laughs> it fails. It fails. Great. Yes! I'm so excited. Some damage. Take All it out, take it out, take right. it out, take it out, take it out. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> Four. Nice. And with a yelp, it falls over, <sighs> sizzling and shivering from electricity. Crispy critter. It is dead. <laughs> one is down, it? two to go. Is that it for you, Bullsor? Yes. It is now Jaren's turn. I have told him to not charge into combat. I am slow. Ulfric is slow. And still, he insists. By Desna, be raised. <laughs> I will now use uh, one of my spell pool in order to cast healing on the dumbass lying on the ground. <laughs> is it arranged? It is, it is ranged, yeah. Using the two cast actions. Uh, so it's a 3d8. Six, seven, 14, 18 points of healing. Thank you. 18. So you are no longer dying. You are slow one on your turn. Slow two. Oh, you're death and dying two? All right, so slow two. Uh, your weapon was dropped when you fell. 
but you're prone, no weapon, and slow too. And uh, I just stride forward ten feet. That's my turn. And Sardana, it is your turn. Okay, so for my turn, I just have one action because I'm slowed too. Correct. I will grab my sword. Got it. And it's now the Hyenodon who Ooh, yeah, that's senses that you have woken up and will attempt to attack you again. Play dead. <laughs> <laughs> it works for bears, right? <laughs> uh, you're prone. Now the AC uh, penalty goes away since I'm alive now. Correct. I'm just Correct. prone. Just the prone. So 25. That hits. I'll go ahead and roll. Good that. night. For 10 points of damage. Great. The first, and you're knocked down. <laughs> I was already down, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, minus 5 is 11 plus to hit. Uh, that's a 20. Man, that hits. For another 7 damage, and attacks again, missing. Great. Are you still awake? Yeah, I have one hit point. Okay. It is Hyena number 2, uh, and he follows his alpha's leader, and attacks. Oh my god. I thought that was the second one he was done with. No, that was a hyena done. Oh, uh, God. 23. Nah, that misses this time. For seven <laughs> points of damage. Dying one. And it goes at you again. Uh, hits. Well, actually, uh, what's your armor class? 19. No, Fif- now it's actually 15. 15. A second hit was a crit. So you are a dying three. Yep. Oh, jeez. And it attacks a third time. That's going to kill you. With minus 10, it doesn't even come close. Oh, good. I actually took the die hard feat. I die at five. Not ah. four. <laughs> oh That's a Probably good, good thing. Probably good for Sir Stupid over here. Sir <laughs> 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 so Stupid. Well, we know how this adventure's going to go. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, was Hannah. Oh, God. <laughs> it is now Ulfric's turn. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and stride up. Five, ten. ten. And I'm going to go ahead and attack a hyena standing right there. Go for it. So that is going to be 10. 10's a miss. Packing again. Eight. That's still a miss. Yep. And that's my three turns. That's it. My three actions. Wilzor, it's your turn. Man, you stride up to that wolf and go, swish, swish, swish. <laughs> he, he was too close to Sir Don. I just didn't want to, you know, inflict any more damage <laughs> to him. Screw into Sir him. Don. Just hit him, too, if you have to. You're just busy laughing at Sir Don. Exactly. <laughs> oh, freak, you've ruined my window here. You... Yep. Blocking everything. That's what we do. Damn it. Sorry. Mm. There's a little bit of rough, horrible terrain you can walk through if you like. Why yeah, not? I think I'm going to have to. All right, I'm going to probably use up all my actions moving. Yeah. The the action the, the actual moving action does not change, mm-hmm. but when you walk through the thorny underbrush, you take four points of damage. Oh, She's whoa, nowhere whoa, near whoa. a thorny whoa. underbrush. Which one are I'm you? all the way back oh, here. Who's the white? Okay, I got whoa. you backwards. <laughs> Never mind. I'll take my he damage back. He was so excited was about that. He was like, yeah, like, yeah. Grinning from oh, I saw around. you. Yeah. I saw you. Na- naked right. Wilzor running through <laughs> the thorny brush. <laughs> oh, that's cruel. <laughs> All right, Wilzor, you're... Okay. What you got? All right, I'm going to get a little closer. I'm going to take a couple strides here. Five, ten. Okay. That's one stride. Five, ten. That's your second stride. Five, ten. Stepping over the dead wolf. That is three stride actions. Hyena. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Ugly creature. Big bitey thing. Big b- yeah. <laughs> All right, that's three actions. Jaren, it's that's your turn. Sir Dawn language for hyena. Yes. Big bitey thing. Grubble, grubble, grubble. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take my first stride action to get up next to Sir Dummy. <laughs> Five, <laughs> ten. eight. Yep, I'm going to use a... Single action heal spell, also for my pool, heightened again. So it'll be 3d8 of healing on Sir Dummy. 
13, 17 points of healing. Yay. And that's then handy. That's right. That's just and here's the best part. Now I'm going to take my star knife and hit the creature right in front of me, I which is the other wand. <laughs> I'm tempted to. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> I bless you with my star knife. All right, roll the hit. All right, star knife attack in nope. melee. Which one are you? Your red? You're uh, the white one. I'm the white one. You're the white one. one. Okay. Uh, it's 10, so it's misses. That is a miss. It Swing is. and a miss. Sir Don, your eyes <laughs> open yet again. Your sword's lying beside you. You're prone, and you have your friends at your side now. All right. Uh, since I'm slow three, I don't think I have any actions I can take. That's correct. But next round, you're good to go. But you do hear him say, Jaren, I thought I said have my back. I got nothing. <sighs> Sir Dummy. <laughs> the hyena don moves around the tree because it sees a small morsel no! that's not got metal encasing oh, no. and feels like that's probably the easiest prey because it's small and it knows that if it knocks you down it can drag you back into the underbrush God. and have a nice yes. meal so it strides around so here's one, so one two I'm going to assume I don't get my attack of opportunity against him because I'm prone. I have not picked up my weapon yet. You're weaponless? Right. You're on the ground? I don't think so. I okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Matt, what's a full stride? For it's it's right next to you. One stride gets it right to you. Oh, okay. So. Damn. Okay. And it will attempt to bite you two times. <laughs> attack number one. No, no. No, 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 no. What? Is your armor class? Because I rolled 28. If I don't tell you, does it make it not happen? <laughs> I'll assume it's an automatic crit if you don't tell me. It's a 16! <laughs> the first thing, the first bite, the Hyenodon critically hits you with its it. bite, knocking you prone and doing 21 points of damage. What? Okay. Ow. <laughs> and attacks you a second time. How many hit points do you have, Hannah? I'm at 13. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, no, it crit you again. No! No, it doesn't! Oh, man! Because yes, you're prone. No. You're now prone. You're no. flat-footed. I hate this. I rolled an 18. Yeah. Your armor class is 16? Yeah. yeah. It crit you twice. Oh, my God. For 12 points of damage. This thing is dirty. I'm at one head. I'm at one head, boy. The second hyena, sensing that you are back awake, Sir Dawn, <laughs> bites at you three times. Shoot. All right, so the first attack misses. Second attack, uh, 19. That would exactly hit. All right, this time it grabs you and drags you back 10 feet towards the clearing behind you. So if you'll move both of you 10 feet back uh, to, to toward, yeah, there you go, there you go. And it's got a hold of your foot and is dragging you away from the fight to uh, chew on you at its own leisure. How much damage does it do? Six. Okay. And it's now Ulfric's turn. I'm going to move five feet here to get next to the Hyena Dawn. Okay. And I'm going to swing my sword at him. Go ahead. That would be 21. Hit. Nice. Yeah. Yes, nice roll. 12 damage. Yeah. Nice. It's dead, right? Oh, you grab, you know, you got its attention, though, that's for sure. Uh-oh. Attack number two. Uh, yeah, just attack number two. Uh, it misses. It's five. <laughs> Wilzor. I'm dead. What do you want me to do? I'm kidding. 
No, you're not. You got a hit point no, left. Don't. <laughs> don't confuse me like that. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to spend my first action healing myself. Wait, do I need to stand up first? To cast your spell? Yeah. Ranged weapon, because there's a lot of movement there, mm-hmm. but I don't yeah. see why you couldn't be lying down casting a spell. Okay, I, gonna, I have no problem with that. I'm going to stay prone. Okay. I'm going to play dead, and I'm going to set you. Myself. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you're uh, you have heal spells. Mm-hmm. What level is your heal spell that you're casting? Uh, four. Spell level. Four. Level. Oh, level one. Level. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. You have wisdom as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's probably- Our primary primary spell casting yeah. ability. It doesn't even say wisdom in the. Casting. All right. Uh, nice. Okay. So I get ten hit points back. So nice. Eleven. And then I'm gonna ray of frost him. You can't. I that can't. Takes, that takes two actions. It does. Those spells it? are two yeah, actions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about electric arc? Is that one or two? It's all two actions. There's, there's very. Do you have shield? All of your cantrips are two actions. They are. Okay. Do you have the shield spell cantrip? No. Okay. No. That's the only one I can think of that's a single action right now. Okay. I'm gonna stay put. Okay. I'm gonna stay put. All right. Just so you know, so yes. you're making a, uh, a, you know, an intelligent, informed decision. <laughs> when you're prone, you take a minus two to AC. You may want to stand up or crawl away five feet, which you can't. You, it's rough terrain. You can't move. I'm no longer prone. Yes. Good job, Jaren. Just making sure yeah. we're all making the right yeah. choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jaren, it's your turn. <laughs> Okie dokie. First action. Reach out and touch someone. 16 points of healing to Wilzor. Thanks, buddy. Second action. I will reach out and touch another person. It will be the wolf. Okay. <laughs> and that is going to be an 18 to hit. 18. The regular hyena hits. Here we go. Two plus one is three plus four. Seven points of damage. So 2d4 damage? Yes, 2d4 plus four damage. Do you have a magic weapon? I do not. That's a that's a level four item. How do you do? Uh, I'm curious. You're using a... a, a Star st- knife. Is it 2d4 damage normally? Nope. It's 1d4 plus two. Uh, some, Hero Lab's a little confusing to look at. So, yeah, it should be 1d4 plus 2. So, 3 points of damage, piercing. To the Hyena Dawn. Yes. Got it. That's it, right? Sir Dawn, you're being dragged off into the wilderness to be eaten by a hyena. Yes. It's a very good thing that I grabbed my sword last week. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will... T- do I have to break away? Like, does he have me uh, grappled, I guess? Do I have that condition? Yes, you'll need to do an athletics check against its reflex to break free of this grapple. So that's my first action. That's one action. Oh, nice. Uh, Athletics check, that is going to be a total of 25. You're you're clear. Uh, You rip your foot out of the the thing's face. I hate to be that guy, but you were slow three last round? Yes. So you didn't grab your sword. Oh. No, the previous round I had grabbed you did it. it. Okay. Yeah. But then you got knocked down again. Yeah. You so you were, dropped your sword. You do not have your sword. That's right. Oh. Oh, my but God. But you did free your foot. You're five feet away from where you can reach your sword. Okay. So I guess with my second action, I would grab my sword. You have to move first. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I guess you're ten feet away is better. Okay. So my first action, I am breaking away. My second action, I will stand up. My third action, I will go back into the fight to grab my sword. Okay, so you're standing beside your sword at this point. Right, I have not grabbed it yet. Okay. Uh, the Hyenodon being recently stabbed by this shiny metal wielding thing attacks uh, Jaren. Me? Jaren. I barely touched him. 
19? Will. No, 21. Excuse me. 21. 21. 21 will hit. Okay. Before he does damage, Retributive Strike. Gotcha. Do some damage. Ooh, look roll at you. the hit. Oh, for the paladin. That's awesome. Uh, it misses. I'm oh. going to need what you is... to roll a lot higher next time. <laughs> it would have been a lot cooler a if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, what is Retributive Strike? How does that work? Uh, yeah. So, before any. So, basically, I can make a strike with my weapon for anyone damaging an ally that's within my range. So. The ally doesn't have to be within my range, but the enemy does. Man, that's cool. And the penalty is negative two. So I just rolled a three, so negative two is one. Gotcha. And I missed it. Still. But if it hits, the target also gets enfeebled. And if I kill the target, then the damage is never taken. Right. Wow. It interrupts the strike. That's, that's so cool. so cool. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. often can you use that? Uh, it's a reaction. It's like an attack of opportunity. All the time? <laughs> Once per round. And you can enfeeble it? Yeah. Oh, that's freaking cool. Feeble is nice too. That's minus to hit, minus to damage, minus to strength. Yeah. That's great. But you missed. I want to be a paladin now. You take six points of damage from the first bite. Okay. It attacks a second time, missing. Attacks a third time, missing. Dang. Uh, The hyena number one, pissed off, strides forward, and attempts to bite you two times, Sardon. 16? Miss. Where does it stride to? Right next to him. Just move up 10 feet. Am I hearing another retributive attack? Um, uh, it, that's he only very gets important. one reaction. Oh, yeah, you get one reaction till your next turn. Oh. Yeah. Uh, second attack, minus five. Uh, that's a miss. It is Ulflick's turn. So you now have your reaction back. Just well, FYI. that Don's standing there, and uh, I'm going to swipe my sword at him. Okay. Do it. One. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 17. Yes. Misses. Dang. Uh, All right. Swinging it again. Nine. Hit. No. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> no, that was a miss. All right. Let's try for zero for three. Let's see. And yeah, that's a four. Mm. All right. It is now Wilzor's turn. I'm going to reach out and grab that hyena, Don, and Burning Hands. Burning Hands is a cone. Uh, 15 foot cone. Okay. Yeah, okay, you can hit it without anybody else. Okay, <laughs> just um, double check. Okay, okay. Uh, it's DC a reflex, 18. reflex yeah. save. Mm-hmm. DC 8. Oh, that's right, you're level 4. I keep forgetting these adding yeah. the level stuff. Uh-huh. It's on far. It's on far? Yes, I rolled oh, a 17. Good. Okay, so my damage is 4d6. Did you say 4d6? Yeah. What? For it, burning hands? It's heightened. Eight. Heightened to level 2. Oh, it's nasty. 8 plus 6 is 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. Nice yep. shot. Nice. Thank Way to go, Wilzor. We Thank may have just found our supper. <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> nah, they look a little scrawny. Now, I I don't know how you made your character, but for a sorcerer to have a heightened spell, it is you have to learn it as a heightened spell. It takes up a second level permanent slot. Did mm-hmm. y'all? Okay. That's different. I had to wrap my head around it. I just wanted to make sure you killed it. Thank you. Nice. It falls yes. over, smoking on fire, and yes. dies before your feet. And we um, all rejoice. Blizzard, you have another action. Can I just hop up on it and jump up and down a couple times? You sure again? Sure. Jaren? <laughs> yep. How's everybody looking hit point wise? Like Awful. I'm Sir perfectly Don, fine. I'm okay. Yeah, I was afraid he was going to say that. Yes. All right. As soon as that comes out of Will's or uh, out of Sir Don's mouth, I am going to reach out and touch him again, <laughs> gently. I don't have my shield out, by the way. Okay. Actually, no. Uh, as a feat, first level 
class feat for the cleric. I took emblazoned symbol. Oh, so your shield so, is your symbol. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So I'm able to use my shield to reach out and Very touch cool. him to cast this spell. Ten. Why am I rolling a d4? <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> I rolled better on the d4. <laughs> 16 points of healing for Serdon. Thank you. Uh, so that's one heal spell. I will then use the stride action to move through Ulfric. Wes, I have a quick question. Sure. That's a one action casting, right? Yes. So if you wanted to, you could cast three healing spells in a round, right? Mm-hmm. That's um, that's yeah. freaking amazing to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. So I'm going to move you. through Ulfric to the last hyena, which is my second action. Then I will attack that hyena and miss. Sir Don, standing beside your weapon, beside everybody, beside a hyena, what would you like to do? I would like to grab said weapon. Okay. And then I would like to attack the hyena. And slice it in half. Okay. And hopefully, uh, power attack. Ugh. Oh, God. That is going to be a 18 total to hit. That's a hit. Yes! Really? Nice. <laughs> Just chop his head off. Uh, get him, get him, get him. All right. All right, all right, all right. That is going to be a total of 18 points of damage. Ooh, nice. God. You cleave into this hyena, putting it at death's door. Oh, very nice. <laughs> it is very hurt, and it runs. I get attack of opportunity. You sure do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, 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 awesome. Um, Okay. I rolled a one. To hit? Wow. That is a miss. It is now Ulfric's turn. Oh, uh, it ran three stride actions, so it's a full 60 feet away. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm assuming a 12 doesn't hit it. That is a safe assumption. Okay. Yes. Uh, away. Like, away. Yeah, just... Yeah, <laughs> like 12 squares. It's it's okay. high-telling. It's getting the hell out of here. And it's leaving a trail of blood the size of... a big trail of blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ulfric, it's your turn. Yeah, I can't do anything about him running away, okay. so... I'm just going to pause. Hold your action. Hold my action. Hold there action. we go. All right. Well, Zor, it's your turn. Okay. So uh, first action, I'm going to take a stride okay. up, and I am going to send Ray of Frost at it. 17, uh, 25 total. Crit. Crit? Nice. <gasps> this critically is hit. Okay. okay. Oh, nice. That's touch AC, yes? Yep. Okay. Yes. You critically hit, so you do double damage. It's so nice that spells can crit. I know, it's so good. And I think, doesn't Ooh. Freya Frost have a special when you crit? Doesn't it like slow? Or, I don't know. I don't think so, no. Okay, how much um, damage? 11 points. 11 points of 11 damage. Points. In mid-stride, this hyena running, hightailing away from you guys is frozen in mid-stride. And when it lands, it shatters. Oh, that's cool. It is dead. Put that bitch on ice. Sir Don looks around. Everybody Okay. Sir Sir Don, are you okay? I'm perfectly fine, Jaren. You look like you might be a little hurt still. You look a little uh, peaked. Your there. eyes are <laughs> lying to you. You got a couple of chunks missing out of your leg. I meant for that to happen. Very very well then. Oh, Jesus. Just uh, by the scratch. <laughs> I would like to wound. I would like to search the bodies for loot. Uh you find uh lice, hairballs and <laughs> Empty stomachs. <laughs> I will take the lice okay. in a jar. All right. Just in case you run out of food, it's mm-hmm. always protein. Very good. Ew. I just assume he would unleash them on Sardon in the middle of the night. Ding, 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 ding. All right. So the hyenas and hyena Don have, have died. Uh, everybody make me a perception check. 
13 from Sir Don. 13. 25. 23. 23. 10. 10. 10 was the magic number. You all notice all of these hyenas have what looks like a, a ring clipped through one of their ears. Um, does anybody have... What kind of lore skills do we have out there? Who, who? Let's go. Let's look at everybody's lore real quick. I have warfare. Warfare. Okay. Smithing. Sm- okay. Mercantile. <laughs> Gladiatorial. Gladiatorial. None of those really help. All right. I'm going to roll your warfare. Just it might be something you heard. It's a plus five. Plus five. Natural twenty. Oh, Ooh. nice. All right. So, <laughs> yay! Natural twenty on lore. Um, <laughs> you realize you're not really sure specifics. So what you got from that warfare lore role was these things have been tagged. They were probably um, animals used by a tribe, most likely gnolls. Hmm. From what you know of this area with your, your warfare lore, they were probably escaped or maybe their tribe died or something like that. So these are not they're, – they're basically guard dogs for gnolls. Gotcha. And you can tell you can't tell which specific tribe by that role because you don't know really what's going on. You just know, yeah, sometimes this happens, and that's what you're figuring this is. So Adam does not know what is a knoll. Knoll is kind of a bipedal hyena type creature. Gotcha. Um, that's I guess it's probably the best way to describe. Sounds it. Sounds a lot like Goofy having a dog. I was yes. about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a furry hyena. Yes. Or a, gotcha. Yeah. Furry goblin. Right. Oh, Otherwise. okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's goofy, but he's feral with big teeth and wields a battle axe. Yeah. So he's Pete. <laughs> Thank Pete. you, Casey. Yes. yes. <laughs> Basically. But to At the least somebody left. Was. That's the big guy, right? Yeah, the big yeah. bad guy, yeah. <laughs> I play too much Kingdom Hearts. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys are standing right in the middle of this gnarled foothills. Back to regular exploration. Keep on doing down the trail. Is that I'm actually going to take doing? a potion or two, okay. but right. I'm going to do it very secretively. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Roll me a. Uh, what's the stealth? Stealth. Roll me a stealth check. Oh, okay. Yeah. See how secretively. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nine. Everybody nine. notices, and all of us ignore you. <laughs> to allow you to take it. <laughs> uh, cool. So I'll oh, just well, myself. Or do you? I don't do know. Do we? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jaren is going to straight up ignore him. Okay. If he's not going to ask for help, I'm done giving it to him. All right. <laughs> for today. Oh, we'll wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Which potion do you plan on drinking? Um, that's actually what I was going to look at because okay. it, it really does matter based off of which one takes resonance points. My understanding is the elixir of life lesser does not take resonance points. However... There's a potion of minor healing that does. So I'm going to use the elixir of life. Which brings up a nice question. You're wearing magic armor and wielding a magic weapon. So that's two points of resonance. It is. Um, Do you have any other magic items that you're uh, invested in? I don't. So what's your resonance for the day? It's at least four. I know that. I have five total resonance points. So I've got a total of three resonance points. Blah, blah, blah. For the rest of the day. It's easy for you to say. (laughs) Okay. I, oh, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, we're not doing the roll-off for hit points for healing like we did in the first adventure because this is a play test. They're wanting to test the rules as written. Normally in my games, in our games, we, we roll off to do the best healing. I know Sir Don is being secretive with us. Yes. How much points of healing did he get from that? Uh, I got a total of 13 healing points. It's 3d6. That was, that was your elixir or potion? That was an elixir. That's an elixir of life lesser. Nice. So elixirs don't require resonance because they're alchemy versus magical. They're alchemical versus magical, exactly. Cool. 
Anybody else gonna do any other anything before you start exploring forward? I'm going to use a three action cast to burst. It will be my last channel energy of the day. Okay, so that's what two d eight. It's a one d eight. One d eight. One d eight plus my wisdom. So ten points of healing for everybody. Nice. <gasps> Thanks, buddy. I love the way they've got healing in this. And I also have edition. selective channeling. <laughs> so I can select two so creatures. So Sir Don gets nothing. To not get it. And correct, Sir Don doesn't get it. Oh. Oh. Ow. Harsh. There's evil, that. evil Desna cleric. I'm trying to teach him a lesson. It's been four levels of this bullshit. And I'm trying to train him to when he needs healing, he should ask. Do you remember when we were back in Osirian and you did not listen to me and you died? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Bingo. Yeah. All right, everybody going back to the same explore mode? No changes there? Yes. Is that, yes. Is that fair? Okay. Uh, as you continue on, again, it's slow going because of the terrain, the, the rough terrain, the boulders and things like that. But it's another two miles. So you're about halfway through this brambles and brush when you met up with the hyenas, fought them, and continue on. So you've essentially moved a total of two miles, and it's taken you four hours to get through that first Do the camels not help at all in difficult terrain? Uh, I forgot to mention it. You couldn't take the camels because of the terrain, because of the underbrush oh, and the rocks. So they got you here. You had to leave them behind to go up the trail to the So mountain. we killed them for your trail rations. I'm assuming. That's what I thought. Yeah, I didn't okay, really good. check in with you guys. But sure. uh, that's knowing what we the would evil do. Jaren right. priest of Dasna <laughs> would definitely kill all animals to eat them and not heal his friends. I Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're you're straight on your way to Rovagug right there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you continue on. You get through the brush, and you come to a clearing. You come to an opening. It turns into an open area. The brush brambles and trees have receded, replaced by a sandy flatland bordered by the winding tributaries of a river. The small river flows down from the slopes of a pale, of pale mountain, cascading over a few small waterfalls. The widest fork of the river passes to the north of the sand flats, of which most of which are saturated with enough water to be packed hard. So you're kind of walking on like hard-packed, wettish sand from the river that's come down. You can see again into the distance; it's going it's slowly, gradually going up. Out further on, about another two miles, you see where the the sand turns into more mountainous terrain and looks like there might be a river way out in the distance, but you've got some uh, sand traveling to get through. Um, as you're exploring forward, as you're seeking, give me some perception checks, please. 17 for Cern Don. Natural 20, 28. All right. Ooh. 15 full for... 15. You're not seeking. You're you're guarding. Oh, Remember that? I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, this, it's okay. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> this is the exploration uh, thing. But both of you notice... As you're coming, it, and it's not like just this open flat land of, of sand. It's rugged terrain on the sides. There's mountains everywhere. and But there's a nice even, you're not in rough terrain at this moment. But walking along, you notice out in the distance about 100 feet away, there's a hump in the sand where everything else has been nice and flat. You both notice something has something's different in that area. Um, do either one of you have knowledge nature? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Excuse don't... me. Survival, not knowledge nature. Survival. Yes. Survival. Yes. Survival I do have. <clears throat> okay. Give me a survival check, both of you guys. <laughs> I rolled a total of 13. 13. 10. 10. 
I rolled a fucking two. You're not sure what that is. Stop! Everybody stop. Sorry to be so harsh. Um, Rovigig, bless you. But look in the distance. Do you, uh, Wilzor and mm-hmm. Ulfric, do you see that hump in the sand? What hump? The one right there that I'm pointing at. Now that he points it out, you you notice it. Yeah. Yes. Any idea what that could be? Looks wrong. No. It just you looks like bo- a hump in the sand to me. Rolled survival checks. Twenty. Twenty. Nineteen. Very Nineteen. Nice. Ooh, way nice. better than we are. <laughs> you guys notice it, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> Turn around to the guys behind you. What is that? They're, you're both are like, "Oh, that's an Ancrav mount." A oh, what? What the hell Ancrav is Ancrav mount. It is. I will tell you. Um, do y'all know what Ankeg is? Ankeg is a creature. They've changed the name for Pathfinder 2, trying to make their own. But uh, it's a giant fucking insect buried in the ground. Um, it's known for hunting by, you know, it, it. Give me a knowledge nature, and I'll. If you roll high enough, I'll give you a little information about it. Will you roll the knowledge nature for us? Yeah. Uh, thank you. I forgot about that. <laughs> You Which don't is, know shit. <laughs> oh, man. I was about to say, it's good you get to re-roll, because Hannah rolled like a one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I rolled a two, I a so I doubled your score. It was a seven, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. No. <laughs> what do you do? Is uh, uh, is it possible that we can walk around, Wilzor? Do you see anything over? Like, maybe we could just skirt around the outside edge and not bother with this thing? Well, I sure hope so. Can we? Yes. It's, it's, <laughs> in, the, it's in the narrow path. Okay. In the area that it is buried, you've got kind of a sheer area to the side. So you can't, you have to walk on the sand, <laughs> but you can get a good 30 feet skirting around it. All right. Um, I think, I think we should try to sneak quietly. Can we leave him behind? Or who? Sir Dickhead. Oh, <laughs> he can hear you. Yeah, he doesn't that, care. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> He actually is not paying attention he to the word. He doesn't listen to me. He never listens to me. Yeah, Sir Don's just like, da, 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 yeah. keep walking straight on. Uh, I'm not walking, but I'm just hanging out thinking. Kind of, you guys, if you were to be looking at me, I'm not paying attention. You're looking at all. for shapes in the clouds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that one looks like me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe we can skirt around the outside edge and be quiet. Sir Don, uh, do you think you can try to be quiet to get around this thing in the sand? I believe so. He uh, says loudly. <laughs> would you like to lead the way? No, Jaren. Feel free to go ahead. <laughs> it is your plan, after all. Very, very, very well. Um, and then Don will continue walking ahead. Stop, you dumb. No, ass. not ahead. I'm walking towards where you pointed. Okay. I'm not walking straight ahead. I'm walking around. <laughs> did, did you other two hear him say I could lead? I feel like y'all are playing yeah. goblins again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've got chain mail, so it's probably not good for me to be ahead. Yeah, it's getting noisy. Well, um, I guess everybody follow Sir Don. Jesus. All right, everybody, give me a nice high stealth check. At at this point, I'd just rather the the creature make a perception roll against our our stealth DC. Um, Hey, that's actually not bad. One. Y'all can stop there. So you just jump, jump, jump. You are wearing chainmail, which actually has the noisy trait, which makes it even harder for sneaky, sneaky, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 
Ulfric, the dwarven paladin, with his <laughs> shield raised and sword up high, ready to take on this awful Ancrav, is ching, 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 sneakily walking up to it. All right, so with a one on your stealth check, that will be your initiative. Ooh, just one. Like you Ulfric. rolled a one, so what is your one plus your stealth check? Oh no, I rolled a three and my stealth is negative two. So oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> For you, maybe. <laughs> All right, so Ulfric being the noisy dwarven chainmail wearing individual that he is, with a one on his stealth check, will use that stealth check as will all of you to roll initiative as this Ankev, sensing the loudness with its tremor sense, bursts up out of its Mound, and we'll see you next week. Oh man, <laughs> come on! <laughs> really? Oh, that's oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, we'll find out next week. What Are you happens. fucking kidding me? No, <laughs> no kidding is happening. This is what we're doing. Yes, we. You just. This yeah, is we, evil. It, it, I'm a benevolent genius. Bullshit. I give you. I give you two weeks. I give you two weeks for your brave party to figure out what the hell you're gonna do against this thing. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. The New Path is a production of Bag Patio Network. Doomsday Dawn is copyright 2018. Doomsday Dawn and Pathfinder 2.0 are trademarks of Paizo. Please follow us on Twitter for all episode updates at BackPatioNet. Leave us a review on iTunes or wherever is convenient for you. You can also message me. My name is Wes. Follow me on Twitter at WesTheGM. Thanks for listening. This has been a Back Patio Network production.